You're listening to Season 1, Episode 16 of Just Gals Being Pals, a Xena Celebration. I am your host, Bob. And I'm your other host, Spicy Caitlin. This week, uh, we're not only talking about Mortal Beloved, we are also going to be giving away a 1999 Xena calendar, which you can actually use this year. I know <sighs> I know the year's like two months over already, but you can start in March and yeah. use it for the rest of the year. So You can. Ten months is not nothing. That's true. Anyway, so like I found like a brand new, unopened 1999 Xena calendar. That Mint condition. <laughs> I don't really I don't know, know what that means. That. But. <laughs> but it's something you can use. And all you got to do is uh, retweet the tweet that we're going to tweet on our Twitter. <laughs> retweet our Twitter tweet. And and or leave a review on iTunes. Ooh. Let's say that. If you do both, you get two entries. That's exciting. Why not? I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work. Uh, we're we're going to give it away randomly to someone who does something. Well, I think, I mean, I think that sounds like something we can check. Okay. I'm not good at technology and I still know how to see what our reviews are. So Excellent. I think we can handle this. All right. You do that stuff and then we'll pick somebody and then we'll be like, hey, you take this yeah. calendar and then we'll make it happen. So we'll say at the end of February, that is when we'll pick the winner. Yes. Midnight. Pacific time. On the last day of February, whatever day that is, because I don't know if it's a leap year or not. I'm not looking. I think it's not. You'll find out when you look at your 1999 calendar. Anyway, look at our Twitter, Xena Pals, and you'll see more details about this. We're so organized. That will probably be more organized than we're saying right now. Yeah. Read the words we type later. All righty. Anyway, this week we're going to go over Mortal Beloved. And I'm going to tell you what happens in Mortal Beloved. In our Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where Xena murders her boyfriend. Yeah, that's my kind of Valentine's Day, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right in the chest. <laughs> uh, well, it starts out with Little Red Riding Hood walking through the forest. With a big, bad, black guy shows up. Wait, he's not bad, it's Marcus. As Xena finds out, he's a ghost. And something terrible has gone wrong in the underworld, and Xena needs to save good souls by diving to the bottom of a lake for some reason. Oh, it's to get to the underworld. Here she meets Sharon. I always thought it was Charon, but I guess I'm wrong. Here she meets Sharon, who is so amused with the idea that Xena will fix everything that he agrees to take her across the river Styx. Turns out the wicked dead are in the Elysian fields, and the good are in Tartarus. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria! She finds Marcus in Tartarus, and he knows a way to get to the Elysian Fields, so up they go. Some evil dudes that Xena killed ask her how she died. My horse threw me, and I broke my little neck, she answers. The cause of all this is actually some jerk named Adaminius, who stole Hades' helmet and can make himself invisible when he puts it on. He appears as he takes off the helmet, and he says he can smell Xena's mortality, which, ew... Adaminius commands everyone to kill Xena, but she sows dissent among the wicked, which is easy because they're greedy bastards, and instead everyone tries to steal the helmet. Adaminius puts the helmet back on, going invisible, and decides to go up to the land of the living to kill some brides-to-be, something he's famous for. Xena and Marcus decide to confront Hades about this and fight some very rough digital harpy guards to get into his castle, and Xena sets them on fire, which is pretty fun. Hades complains that without the helmet of invisibility, he's almost powerless to stop them, which 
what, dude, you're a god. But he also says that when Adamanius goes to the land of the living, the helmet will make him alive, mortal again, which says to me that this helmet does too many things. Anyway, Xena negs Hades into giving Marcus his life back for 48 hours, and up they go to stop Adamanius. Meanwhile, Adamanius comes out of the lake and threatens to kill Gabs, but Xena and Marcus are close behind and find him with a bloody nose, lurking over an unconscious Gabs. They fight, and he turns himself invisible, taunting them like John Malkovich in a dumb 90s serial killer movie. But they can still see his footprints and give him a good stab in the foot before he runs away. They track him for a while, and then stop for the night, and while Gab sleeps, Marcus and Xena have a shirtless heart-to-heart where we learn that love is the strongest power in the universe, and they smooch. In the morning, they head out again and run into some dudes heading to a wedding who got beat up by an invisible monster. They make it to the wedding, and something invisible is smashing the fruit cart. A juggler gets beat up, and someone breaks the swing that a cute couple were swinging on. What an invisible jerk. Xena needs a bath, so she convinces the father of the bride to let her swap with the bride that night for the ceremonial bathing, but also to lay a trap for Adaminius. But of course, Adaminius is way ahead of her and comes to attack the real bride in her father's house. But wait, it's actually Xena, which she assumed he was listening when she talked about the plan? Okay. She stabs him to death and stay here's Gabrielle so she can go back to the bottom of the lake with Marcus. Sharon takes them across the river again, and they have to fight the harpies again, which are very explosive. <laughs> Before they give the helmet back, Xena asks Hades that, since Marcus is going to die a second time, could he maybe judge him a second time and stick him in the Elysian fields? Hades agrees. Xena kisses Marcus again and then stabs him and gives an impassioned speech to Hades on his behalf. Hades relents, and Marcus is now enjoying the Elysian fields forever. Gabs is waiting on the lakeshore, and Xena pops up, and they have a tender moment remembering Marcus. <laughs> that was a lot. A lot happened in this episode. There was a lot going on. A lot of going down, and then going up, and then going mm-hmm. down again, and then you gotta come up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, I missed, there was like at least three times that Sharon drove them across the river sticks in mm-hmm. his boat. In the same direction. <laughs> so it's like, wait, how do you keep getting out of here? <laughs> how do you keep coming back the same way again? Yeah. He was pretty cool, though. Yeah. He was, he seemed kind of like uh, Miracle Max. Yeah. From The Princess Bride. Yeah. He was kind of funny, and he kept making jokes, and then mm-hmm. he was, like, muttering or singing or something, some lines to some, like, evil song, evilly sounding song. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to know what the lyrics to that song are. <laughs> He was was cool. He was my favorite. And off to your left is the uh, hanging gardens of horrible diseases. (laughs) Yeah, I like him. He's tired. It was pretty fun. Wow. That was a a lot of stuff with Marcus. Yeah, it's Um, nice to see him again. Yeah. I mean, I like him. Mm -hmm. And they're not sappy about their love because they're both brave fighter people. Uh, I think they were a little sappy this time. Well, I mean, this time, because she was like, you're dead and I haven't seen you. I think about you lots. I've only got you for 48 hours, so. Yeah, and they were only sappy, sappy. Like, while Gabs was asleep and nothing bad was happening. The rest of the time, they were like, keep him busy with it, man. Yeah, true. true Until true. she stabbed him in the chest. True. So, <laughs> I, would, I would love to hear your thoughts on the harpies, because they were I hideous. think you had, <laughs> you had very pointed thoughts about well, the Well, they harpies. look like, so I play 
at the arcade, I really liked to play the House of the Dead video game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And they look a lot like the graphics in the House of the Dead game mm-hmm. at the arcade, which is pretty terrible. The one that you shoot with the light gun. Yeah. You've got the, yeah. Everybody has like really square features mm-hmm. and runs like a really early video game. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It's, feels like. It's bad. Very low polygon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Weird shapes. Yeah. Weird angles. <laughs> the So he's like hanging, dangling off the side of a thingamajigger mm-hmm. wall or whatever. And the harpy's like supposed to be clawing at his shoulders with her hands. Mm-hmm. But like it looks like her hands are just like in the general vicinity of his face. Mm-hmm. And maybe one's on his shoulder, but the other one just it doesn't <laughs> like the I don't know, like the layers aren't right or something. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so bad. Anyway. That's my thoughts on the harpies. Yeah. I thought, I don't know. I thought their design was interesting. I've like, I know a bunch of people in the visual effects world and I've, I am loath to just like pronounce this is bad CG <laughs> or whatever. Cause it's like at the time. Yeah. I don't have that problem. I'm just like, uh, it's ugly. I don't like it. Fuck you. If you work on it, you know, I'm sorry. It was a time period in which the things you made were ugly. So Mm-mm. it's not your fault. It's I mean, there was. Fault. I don't, there was definitely better stuff being made at the time, but not on this like super low little budget. Budgets. Yeah. So I don't know. It I'm was a little an interesting more choice to go it, that way, I guess. I, I was, I was very amused. My actual, like my best, my best thing, <laughs> my best visual effects was the, uh, after Xena sets one of them on fire, there's like this extreme wide shot where you can just see this like little fireball of the the harpy on fire just like falling off the side of the castle. And then as it gets close to the bottom, it goes boom. <laughs> it just made me laugh way too much. And then her head goes <laughs> flying, doesn't it? Or is oh, that a that different was, one? That was the second time they came back and fought uh, the yeah. harpies. Yeah. 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 There's a head that goes flying too. So it's like right past the camera. Yeah, the harpy head. Good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was pretty fun. I thought the Harpy design was interesting, but it was, yeah, could use some more detail. Mm-hmm. A little too low poly. Yeah, I think the faces were the worst part for me. Because mm-hmm. the rest of their body is kind of moving fast when they're flapping around, but then their face would be kind of like still in the same flat towards the camera pose. And so you got more time to see mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. ugly faces. <laughs> I do like that they're using it for stuff where it's like you can't, I don't know. It would have been hard to do a bunch of like, you know, full body makeup or whatever for this episode. And there's already so many things going on in this episode. That yeah, they would like, have had to do something totally different with it. Yeah. To do it in person. But, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see your point. Those are my judgy heartbeat thoughts. <laughs> no worries. I've got my just gals being pals moment. After she gets attacked by Adaminius and she's like really stressed out about it, of course. Um, she's like, I... I don't plan to close my eyes at all tonight. And they like cut to her snoring and asleep. And Xena just comes up and like tucks her in, like pulls the blanket up over her. It's just so precious. Yeah. She's had a busy day. <laughs> little Gabs. <laughs> Taking care of little Gabs. What's your, uh, did you have a. So I didn't really pick a gals being pals moment okay. because this episode just felt so hetero, man. Well, sure. But I guess now that I think about it, there is kind of a moment when, I mean, Xena always has her responses to Gabby being in trouble, but Xena comes crawling out of the water or whatever and sees Gabby on the ground 
and the jerk guy standing over her. Mm -hmm. And obviously she just instantly goes into like engage mode Mm -hmm. and gets that get off my wife look in her eyes (laughs) and goes running to save the day. Mm -hmm. I always like those. But yeah, otherwise it really just uh, was not a huge Gabs and Xena interaction. There is a nice, I guess the few interactions they have are pretty cute. The very last scene when Xena comes out of the water, Mm -hmm. she's like almost crawling and kind of like stumbles to Gabs and Gabs like helps her down to the blanket. And then they have like, I mean, you can tell they're going to have a cry tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're just having like intimate times. And she's like, Marcus is gone forever. And he's in the Elysian fields. And Gabby's all like, you'll be with him someday. And and Zena's like, he's with me always in here. And she like beats her chest and gets really yeah. intense. Yeah. I don't know. It's a nice moment. Mm-hmm. It's about okay. a boy, but I mean, it's about them. Yeah. The boy's gone. <laughs> Let's be real. Boy's gone. <laughs> Is he? Does he come back at any point, or is this it? I forget whether he comes back. Uh, or third. I don't go. know. I don't recall him. I remember this is his comeback. I don't yeah. remember another one, but it could happen. Okay. Me neither. This is what I remember as his second <laughs> chance <laughs> to get in Xena's pants. Because mm-hmm. I don't think they ever banged. They had unrequited love because they declared their love for each other, and then he died. Oh. Did they? I thought they ended up like in the hot tub together or something, which uh, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. My memory. I'd have to go bad. back Sorry. in my memory, but I'm pretty sure they didn't have I'd, an opportunity in that episode because I'd have to go back and listen to our episode. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm pretty sure they don't bang until this time. This time they definitely bang while Gabby's sleeping. Mm. They get down. Mm-hmm. There's so much smooching. There's a lot of open mouth tongue kissing in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, like right before she stabs him, too. Yeah, they are (laughs) macking, face-sucking, and then she just, like, jams a dagger into his chest, and then he falls to the ground, and she just turns around and starts delivering a monologue. (laughs) It's so good. That scene's great. You're just like, what the fuck? It's like, Haiti said he was going to live for 48 hours. You don't want to spend another... I know. I assumed he was just going to expire. How many hours are left? <laughs> you know, or turn it turn back into a ghosty. No, she's like, let's do this. It's finally. time. <laughs> Let me turn off your light switch. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It makes makes it easier on him because she did it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to have the trial. So <laughs> had to do it. Had to do it right then. Yeah. We we gotta get this episode done. Can't stand around. What was your uh, best thing? <laughs> your fave thing? Uh, I freaking keep messing up his name. Adaminius? Adaminius. I-, I wanted to call him Asmodeus for a while. <laughs> um, different fantasy world. Uh-huh. Adaminius. So so there is a scene where Xena's fighting him the last time when she kills him. And she thwarts him using a blanket, throwing it over him like he's a freaking <laughs> Halloween ghost. Uh-huh. She throws a blanket over him, and then he just waves his arm around, arms around and under the blanket. And then she stabs him. And that is my best costume. <laughs> is that guy in a fucking blanket waving his arms around getting fucking stabbed. That's pretty great. It was so funny. And I think it's hilarious when like people think they're really smart and they get thwarted by something really stupid. Mm-hmm. I so it just hit me right in the good parts. It's like throwing paint on the invisible man. Yeah. Except I guess he can't see either because blanket. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, then he's blinded. He can't see Zena stabbing him in the face. 
And she rips his helmet off of him. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much just like one of those powerful magics versus very simple mundane world physics. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I like that. I thought Hades being like so neutered without his helmet was a little weird. It was weird. It's like he's a god, right? Mm-hmm. He, he really needs this helmet to do anything. Yeah, he rules the underworld for a reason. Like, not because of his helmet. <laughs> I mean, even if he has a powerful helmet, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of silly. Yeah. And he was just, like, sitting around being emo. Right? He wasn't even trying to do anything. Yeah, he was, he was just, just, like, just like sitting alone in a room. Man, this is all yeah. fucked up. I'm just going to sit here and be sad. And then Xena came in and he's like, what are you doing here? And, like, just that whole scene. He was just so lame. He looked really <laughs> cool at the end when he was in his regalia. Mm-hmm. With his hair all slicked back. Yeah. He put his armor back on. Yeah, he looked cool. Less emo. Yeah. We don't like emo Hades. <laughs> it's not cool. Nah. It's just like, you gotta do something, dude. If you're gonna fucking rule the underworld, rule the fucking underworld, rule man. It. At least look like you're ruling the underworld. That's right. I always do like when there's a fruit cart involved in like a chase or something, though. So I was... <laughs> it was there was a whole pie that fell on the ground. <laughs> I was really upset when that cart got turned over. There was a whole pie. It was clearly not a real pie, or it would have gone splattering and didn't. It rolled and then fell. Was it clear what kind of fruit pie it was? It was not clear what kind of pie it was. It just had like a crust on top? Yeah. Oh. It looked delicious and fake. I was really hoping it was fruit. I want it. I'm really really into the fruit carts. Go for some pie. I think it was kind of an everything. It was like an everything cart. Mm Mm-hmm. It had a lot of food groups on it. Lots of pastries. and. Mm -hmm. mm Mm-hmm stuff for the wedding probably some cheese yeah some i love those cheese things when they go rolling the rounds those are good yeah always makes me smile Mm -hmm. i wish that gabrielle had had a little bit more going on in this episode other than like just to wait by the the lake shore and be a victim yeah Yeah, i mean she she did fight the guy i didn't say that in my summary but she gave him a bloody nose yeah but still that was pretty much all she got to do i mean she only got to fight him because she got attacked so right i don't know i guess i like my view of that is colored by having watched the later seasons and like she becomes more of a fighter yeah. at some point or at least like even in the seasons where she's like trying to be more of a peacenik she's still like more assertive i mm-hmm. guess yeah i mean it would be hard to like take her to tartarus i guess but yeah i wish she got to do more maybe it just would have made that those scenes too busy to have a, a third person down there mm-hmm what are all of these humans doing in Tartarus? <laughs> Apparently it's as e- that easy to walk in here. That's Anybody a, can do it. Yeah. Sharon wouldn't have allowed it. It was just. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Zena could convince okay, him. Okay. But, but you got to go home. But your little friend. No. Your little friend is not a level 10 fighter. <laughs> what else you got? Lots and lots of comments about smooching. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so there's a scene where they like. Come up upon some like hippie villager people that are walking by on their way to the wedding that got assaulted by the doucher man. And as soon as they see Xena and crew coming, they're like, oh, help us, help us. And then they walk up to him. They're like, what happened? And then they say what happened. And then Mm -hmm. they just run off and they do not help them. (laughs) And I think that's really funny. (laughs) They literally do nothing for them. They just immediately leave these (laughs) beat up people on the ground. And I laughed. 
I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Very sad. <laughs> Usually they're yeah. so dramatic about helping people. Yeah. You know, like taking people by the arm and helping them do things, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whenever they're in scenes where they're helping the the quote unquote villagers do whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so it was just kind of funny that they just like came upon them and then just ran off. <laughs> I was like, you should do that more often. You would save a lot of time. <laughs> well, they didn't want to take him to the wedding, right? Because they knew the bad guy was at the wedding. It would sure. put him in more danger. Sure. Somebody probably sure. needed a tourniquet <laughs> and a tube stabbed through their throat or something. Medicine lady. Gabby, stay here and help them. <laughs> a bladder attached to them in the lung or whatever she does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sheep's bladder. Trick. Yeah. <laughs> She stabs people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll see that at the end of this season. Don't don't worry. Did you have anything else? Uh, I just really like the boat driver. I wrote about him a lot. Yeah, Sharon's pretty good. Good. Let's see. We got the disclaimer. No winged harpies were harmed or sent to a fiery grave during the production of this motion picture. Thankfully. <laughs> just digital versions of harpies. Just digital versions of harpies. And the, oh, I have my quote. Just this, uh, the moment when uh, they come out of the lake, Zena comes out of the lake with uh, Marcus and introduces Gabrielle. Gabrielle, this is Marcus. Oh, I've heard so much about you. I'm sorry we didn't get to meet before you were killed. You're dead. It just made me laugh the way she said, you're dead. I know. I love the way she, her her like brain catches up with her mouth and she's just like being polite and friendly and, and she's like, and you're dead. Please explain. I don't understand. I'm lost. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, if we don't have anything else, then I'll say. Oh. No, sorry. Sorry. I mean, it's oh. pretty good for a Valentine's episode. Yeah. That's all I was thinking when yeah. I was looking at the title. Some good hearts with knives through them. For being called Mortal Beloved and for being the val- their, you know, release date Valentine's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not too sappy or anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're still synced up with the, yeah. the release dates. We're in sync. For now. For now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Staying on schedules with pandemic life is a challenge. <laughs> but we're going to try. We've been doing pretty good. Yeah, within once, a day or so. Yeah, once we get ahead of things, then we won't be recording on the. I mean, we won't be at like live as live. This is almost live. I mean, mm-hmm. not live, but <laughs> god damn it, you know what I mean. <laughs> recorded We're, around the same time it's two, released, two days before release date. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so that I'm not talking about a holiday that's ten months in the future. <laughs> All right. Next up will be our Christmas episode. Ah yes, the, oh yes, Christmas. <laughs> there actually is a Christmas episode coming up soon. It's kind of weird. Huh. Uh, must have been a big, big break. Anyway, we'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get to it. So, if you want to listen to more episodes of Just Gals Being Pals, you can go to justgalsbeingpals.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Xenopals. And a reminder that we'll be doing that calendar giveaway. So, check out our Twitter for more details about that. And our theme music is Cavalsferi by Balkan Ethno Orchestra. And you can find out more about their music at BalkanEthnoOrchestra.com. Caitlin, say your thing. Take excellent care of yourselves, please. And thank you. Because you are awesome. Drink some water. Hang out with a friend virtually. Wear a mask. All that business. Okay, love you, bye.